Hello, I hope that you are having an amazing day. I thought I would do a new little thing called homemaker chats <laughs> where um, I'm just gonna talk about recipes, things that I'm learning, stuff I'm doing. I thought this would be fun, like, I don't know, to do weekly or bi-weekly and if you guys have found any recipes or tips or things that you've been learning to put them in the comments below and we can uh, share with each other what everyone's been up to. So um, this, <laughs> the past few weeks have been, you probably noticed we haven't had any videos. We have had quite the July so far. Um, Scott got sick first and then I ended up getting sick. And then we had a really, really close friend of ours go to be with Jesus. And so it has just been a month and um, we both are on the other side of it but we can still feel you know that lingering feeling of um, just trying to get your immune system all back up but one thing that I feel really really helped us during our very sick phase was fire cider and I first found out about fire cider from Rosemary Gladstar's course the herbal course that I took when I purchased it it came with a binder and in the binder was this recipe card for how to make fire cider and basically fire cider is food that has been soaked in apple cider vinegar for over a month so we always try to have some of this ready to go and on hand when we got back from south africa at the end of march i decided um that we needed to make more because i didn't have any more and we were i think we got sick after we got back which was what made me like oh my gosh i need to start making some so there's a bunch of different things if you just type in like fire cider there's a bajillion recipes but um Basically, you can use whatever you have. So what I had when I made this batch was a lot of onions. So I like stuffed the jar with, I don't know how many onions, a lot of onions. I had garlic from our garden last year. I put echinacea root in it, turmeric. Uh, I did have some dried chilies that I put in it. And if I didn't have dried chilies, I would put chili powder or chili flakes. Um, during the summer i put jalapenos in it and if you have horseradish you can put horseradish in it i put dandelion leaf in it pretty much like any herb that you have you can you can put in it so i put a ton of stuff in it that's basically it what i listed off and then you basically like push it down in the jar and then you fill it all the way up with your organic apple cider vinegar i get mine from azure standard they have um the best quality at the best price so you fill up the jar all the way to the top this actually wasn't the jar that i use i have a specific jar that i use every time because i feel like i just can't get that onion smell out of the jar once i use it so i have a jar and a lid that i keep just for making fire cider but basically you fill it all the way up with apple cider vinegar make sure that all of the ingredients is like below the um apple cider vinegar and then I usually put parchment paper over the lid and then put the cap on that way the cap doesn't rust unless you have a plastic lid that would work as well and then you put it in front of a sunny window and you let it sit there for um, at least four weeks uh, four weeks would be the definite minimum this time around we haven't been sick so I've just left it in front of the window until uh, we got sick and then I filtered it 
and then you add as much honey as you like so whatever you prefer but this batch has been infusing for three months and it is so so powerful uh it's i actually crave it so i have um this little espresso shot glass that i'll just pour this halfway and then i usually will fill it all the way up with water the rest of the way to dilute it because this one is so strong and i will take a shot of that a few times a day and that will really help me it clears the throat it it's just so wonderful so if you've never made fire cider before i highly recommend it especially now if you go ahead and make it now by the time fall comes and and when sickness is really starting to spread you'll have yours ready and you can make it in as big of a jar as you'd like it's not going to go off it's vinegar um, I'm not sure if I said filter it, but I you do filter it. And so highly recommend making fire cider. That has been such a blessing for us to have on hand these past few weeks. And it's funny, like even when you're not feeling well, like the garden doesn't stop. So trying to do things, even when like your energy is pretty low. My cucumbers have just been growing wild this summer. This is the first year I feel like they've really done well. Last year my fall cucumbers did well but my spring ones none of them made it. They all got uh, what do you call it powdery mildew and this year it's been totally fine. So I have been making lots of pickles. I made uh, prairie homesteads um, fermented dill pickles which are delicious mine didn't get as crispy as i like but i didn't have bay leaves to put in it so i think if i were to do it again i would definitely make sure i put some sort of tannin in it to make sure that it stays crispy and then uh the pickles that i've been canning are we love bread and butter pickles especially since we try to eat a lot of oysters and my favorite way to eat oysters is with pickles and cheese and so might as well have our own homemade pickles and so I have this I have 20 jars of pickles that I've canned this year um, 14 of them are just the regular bread and butter pickles I think it's called like grandma's bread and butter pickles I'll put the link below and then I did six of a spicy bread and butter pickle which I'm really excited about because when we went to the Wendell Berry Center uh, about two years ago they have the most amazing sweet and spicy pickles and I've kept the jar so that the ingredients like I knew what the ingredients were and uh, this recipe I found looked similar to what was on the jar so uh, yeah I made those as well. I haven't tried them yet, but I did use the jalapenos from our garden for it. So I'll have both of those recipes tagged below. And then our onions are ready. So our onion stems, I didn't know that when the onion stems fall over, that's a sign that you need to pick them. And I was like, why did all of our onions fall over? I thought I did something wrong or we watered them too much or we watered them too little. I didn't know what was going on. And then, um, my mom sent me a link for uh, how to harvest onions and it basically said like when the stems fall over, they're ready. So I was like, oh, perfect. So we harvested all of our onions. So I bought three seedling groups of the candy onions and then one group of the red onions and they were about $5 each. So $20 total for all of our onion seedlings from our local nursery. And I planted them the week after Easter. The lady at the nursery was like, Good Friday is when you want to plant them in our area, but I obviously had missed that. So I did it the week after Easter and 
This is the first year I've ever gotten an onion harvest. I tried doing them last year and I definitely planted the seedlings too late. And I've tried for two years in a row now trying to grow onions from seed. And I think I'm just gonna stop trying that. It hasn't worked for me. And as long as the local nurseries keep providing the seedlings, I think that's just gonna be the way that I go. So dug all of those out even the tiny small ones i went ahead and dug them out because i'm like i don't think they're going to grow anymore if the stems have fallen over and then i rested them on our picnic table it was a really sunny day and that was the other thing it had been really dry so it was the perfect time to pick the onions and i knew it wasn't going to rain for the next two days so i wasn't gonna have to worry about it raining on my onions while they were sitting out so i had them sitting spread out on the picnic table so the sun could be on them for, I did a little over 24 hours, and then we moved them to our carport. There's a girl on Instagram, uh, Midwest Roots, I think her name is. She shared how they made like a frame, a, they used wood and a fence basically, and made a frame for hanging their garlic and onions. I just thought it was so cool. And we have fencing. We have fencing from when we had our land. We bought a whole bunch of fencing. And so, um, but I didn't really want to like, I didn't really feel like it was necessary to cut the fencing because fencing is really expensive. Now it is when we bought ours, it probably wasn't. But I was like, eh, instead of cutting it, I'm just gonna, well, Scott was like laying out our wood drying racks and then we put the fence over the wood drying racks and then I just fed the onions through the, the onion stems through the fencing and they're just hanging there. And then the ones that were too small, I put uh, our wood buckets down and then a smaller like rabbit cage style fencing over top of that and rested that rested the small onions on that cage so far it seems to be working really well there's plenty of airflow it's in our carport so it's in the shade and um, it stays pretty cool in there so it's not super humid so that's been really cool um this has been exciting i've never had a good season with onions so we've been really pumped about that we'll see how long that they last and then after three weeks i will put them i have this wood trunk in our kitchen and i'll put them in there and i think that will I think they'll be fine. I think they'll last a while. The candy onions are pungent onions, which means they are made for longer term storage. I don't know about the red onions, but I'm gonna try it for both. My friend Miranda Christine, she said she uses red onions for salsa. So once our tomatoes get going, I'm gonna be making a lot of salsa, so it'll be perfect to use the red onions for that. So I've been really happy with our onion harvest. And then something I'm super grateful for that I had done last fall was make a ton of bone broth and froze it. I made chicken bone broth and froze it. And when we were sick, it was so nice to be able to just thaw the bone broth. And I made like chicken and rice for us. And I used the bone broth in the rice. And when you're not feeling well, it's so nice to have those things on hand. And then another thing that I had in our freezer was butternut soup. So I made a ton of butternut soup last fall and I put it in quart size mason jars and froze that. And I actually used the rest of it while we were sick. And we have a huge butternut growing in our garden, one that just came up by itself. So I am so excited to be making more butternut soup and freezing it because that is just something so nice to have when you are just not feeling well and don't feel like cooking and you also don't really want something heavy. So I was so grateful for that. I think when you're not feeling good, it just puts into perspective like 
all the like things that you're so grateful for that you did when you were feeling well. And so I'm like trying to keep that in mind as I'm like getting better. It's like, okay, what are the things that I can, how can I steward my time to make my future self grateful for how I'm stewarding my time. And I don't really feel like I have much other like fun new recipes. I am gonna do a video about the grain mill. That is something I'm gonna do coming up soon. I'm gonna talk about all the things I've been learning with the mill, things that have surprised me about making your own fresh flour, things that nobody talks about that I know of. And so that is gonna be something coming up soon because I have been doing a ton of research and looking up all kinds of things about fresh milled flour. And I thought that should be its own separate videos. Yeah, I bless you. I bless your homes and your gardens and um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that if you're in the very mere beginnings that um, God will, lead you and direct your steps and that you can feel the Holy Spirit with you throughout your day. I think that's what's um, so amazing about being a homemaker is we literally get to put our focus on Jesus in everything that we do. Like we get to set the atmosphere and the tone of our home and we get to worship him in our home by what we do and how the things that we're doing and how we're blessing our family with the work of our hands, the fruit of our hands. So I bless you and I pray that you have an amazing rest of your day.